Hello and welcome to Dragonfly Tales, a story podcast with me, Emily and Leo. Hello. And each episode, we'll tell you a story from around the world and share some fun and silly things with you. So, we'd like to thank our listeners for being so patient with us. We've had all sorts of sickness and I lost my voice, didn't I, Leo? Yeah, we're really, really sorry that we can get this podcast out sooner. Yeah, so, but we're back on track now and we're really looking forward to the holidays. And hopefully a Christmas special. Yeah, Christmas special. Um, What sort of things are you hoping for our Christmas this year, Leo? Well, we'll be catching up with family, eating lots of lovely... Christmassy food and unwrapping some presents. Oh, so yeah, it would be lovely if we could get some Christmassy ideas for stories from our listeners. And I'll start having a little look too, see if we can find some nice Christmas stories. So, Emily, I think it's time for some shout outs. Ooh, who have we got this week, Leo? Well, firstly, here's a shout out to Kenneth Beaton family. And also to Rox, Cosmin and their daughter, Aurora. Oh, hi, folks. Hi, folks. Thanks Thanks for for listening. In fact, Aurora sent us a lovely story and we'll be featuring it on the podcast soon. Oh, I can't wait for that. Who have we got next, Leo? Next, we have a shout-out for Zoya, who is five from Nantucket Island, USA. She really likes Greek myths and the scary stories. Hi, Hi, Zoya. Zoya. Thanks Thanks for for listening. Here's a shout-out for Kaleo, who is nine from Auckland in New Zealand. Thank you for your amazing drawing of the magic pumpkin. Hi, Kaleo. Hi, Kaleo. Thanks for listening. And here's a shout-out to Gwen, who is six, and she drew a fantastic picture of the three Gorgons from Perseus and Medusa. Yeah, it was really scary. Hi, Hi Gwen. Gwen. Thanks Thanks for for listening. And finally, here is Effie, who is seven, and Felix, who is four, from North Devon. Effie is a super fan who has been listening from the very beginning and is now writing her own stories. Oh, brilliant. Hi, Hi, Effie. Hi, Felix. Thanks for listening. Oh, that was brilliant. And remember, if you'd like a shout out on the podcast, you can either let us know in the Dragonfly Tales Facebook group or you can email us, emilydragonflytales at gmail.com. Tell us your age in your town, please. And I'll put all the details in the episode notes. Also, we'd love to see some more drawings. The two we had this week were fab, weren't they, Leo? I know. Really good. So, yes, let's have lots more drawings and you can put those in the Facebook group too. So, Emily, what's your story today? Well, Leo, this story's a little bit sinister. Mm. It's quite an old story, a fable, a fairy tale that comes all the way from Germany. It's a musical story about lots and lots of rats. I hate a rat. Well, unless it's domestic, I love the pet ones. (laughs) Do you know which story it might be? I think it might be... The Pied Piper of Hamelin. Yeah. How do you think we should start the story? Well, I think we should start. Hamelin was a rich town, a pretty town. Excellent. Hamelin was a rich town, a pretty town. It had fisheries and fields of golden corn. Fine, strong city walls, a beautiful church and a cobbled square with a tinkling fountain. It sounds lovely. Mm. It also had rats. 
Oh, no. Devil's lapdogs. First there was one rat. Then two. Then ten. Then twenty. At first only a handful of houses had rats. And then every house had rats. Trailing their tails through the butter. Gnawing on the walls. Sleeping in the eaves and cellars. Stealing the food. Biting the children. And the townspeople tried everything. But cats could not catch them. Poison stopped killing them. And because they were intelligent, the rats avoided the traps. Soon the town was plagued with over a million rats. That sounds horrible. Doesn't it just? And the poor townspeople, they didn't know what to do. And so they just... They just put up with them. They slept with the rats around them. They tolerated them until one day they could take it no more. And they gathered a huge crowd in front of the mayor's house, shouting and screaming. Some of them were shouting, Get rid of the rats! Get rid of the rats! But others were shouting, Get rid of the mayor! Get rid of the mayor! Get rid of the rats! Get rid of the mayor! Get rid of the mayor! Get rid of the rats! The mayor came out of his house to see the angry mob of townspeople and he knew he had to do something. He tried to calm them. Now, 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 calm down, everyone, calm down. What do you want me to do? The crowd parted and a tall, merry fellow dressed in the many-coloured motley of a fool, a jester, A juggler wandered through them. His waistcoat was a rich cherry red, orange leggings striped with emerald green and a red feathered cap. He sat by the fountain and took out a shawm. Do you know what a shawm is, Leo? No, what is it? It's a relative of the oboe. It's a pipe, a wind instrument. He raised the slender instrument to his lips and he began to play. A melody so clear and graceful that all in the square and all within hearing stopped to listen and smiled. Not a word was spoken. And when he had finished his graceful tune, he smiled at the townsfolk. I can get rid of the rats for a price. I can rid them with my pipe. It does my bidding. It plays many tunes. The townspeople looked anxiously, hopefully, at the mayor. But secretly, the mayor was a greedy man. He didn't want to have to pay the piper. How much? How much for for getting rid of the rats? The Pied Piper smiled. Three hundred guilders. The mayor began to sweat. In his head he thought, no, 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 three hundred guilders. I'd I'd have to raise the taxes and they wouldn't like that. No, Um, what can I do? What to do? I know, I know. I'll tell him I'll pay him. And then I'll change my mind. 
Yes, 300 guilders sounds reasonable, but I want every single rat gone, do you hear? The bargain was struck. The two men shook hands. The townspeople looked with expectation at the piper, but he simply walked out of the town gate. Before he departed, he turned. Remember, you have entered into a bind with me. My pipe plays many tunes. And then he was gone. But he returned just before the dawn. He stood in the square, raised the pipe to his lips, and he played. So many notes from such a little pipe, the haunting melody floated across the square. It went down every alley, it echoed in every doorway, it drifted over the sleepy rooftops. Sounds beautiful. And the shadows seethed with rats. They came pouring out of the windows from cracks in the foundations. They came pouring down from nests in the trees. A flood of furry bodies rolling and humping and scurrying behind the piper as he danced his way through the cobbled streets, playing his magical melody. Their little pink paws pattering in their thousands against the cobblestones. And when every single rat in the town followed the hypnotic tune the piper led them through the town gates he went down to the bank of the Vesa river and there he waded in and a sea of rats followed by their thousands they poured down the banks of the river and paddled out into the deeper water after the music after the piper and then the squealing began. Because they were held, captivated by the music, the rats couldn't swim back to the shore. They scrabbled in desperation, fighting the strong current. The squealing sound woke up the residents of Hamlin, who came running down to the river just as the last rat was sucked down by the current. The piper ceased his playing, and waded back to the bank. And when he stepped out of the water, his clothes were dry. Wow, this guy's definitely magical. He approached the mayor, who had also been summoned to the water's edge by all the commotion. It is finished, master, said the piper. Now, if you will pay me what you owe, I'll be on my way. The mayor looked back at the strange man. But his eyes were steel. Three hundred guilders for, for, for that circus act? What do you take me for? You can have ten. And the mayor threw a small bag at the piper's feet. But the piper just looked at the mayor. He stepped over the insult of a payment and wandered off through the golden fields. This is not good. I bet he'll come back. Well, yes, he said that his pipe plays many tunes. But the mayor breathed a sigh of relief and he turned to the people and he explained how he 
The mayor had saved them not only from the rats, but he'd saved them from a hike in their taxes, for the job was completely free of charge. The people cheered the mayor and congratulated him and returned to the houses and their lives free of the filthy rats. Shall we cheer? Hooray! But the piper, he returned the next morning when the sun shone in all its glory and the children of Hamelin played in the squares and gardens. He put the pipe to his lips and he played. Such a merry tune, joyful, cheerful, a dancing tune that floated again across the square, over the rooftops, through the narrow streets and the jumbled wooden houses. And wherever the music sounded, the grown people, the adults, became frozen to the spot like statues. They couldn't move, but not the children. Out of cots, out of beds, out of chairs, they came running into the streets following the music. They dropped their playthings, kicked aside their balls and hoops and began to dance around the square to the music of the piper. They came in all ages, from toddlers only a year to boys whose voices had just begun to crack dancing and laughing and spinning and the piper danced too he turned and he danced and played all the way down to the town gate oh no we know what happened to the rats a sea of children followed him they sang as they walked out of hamlin towards the river and no one got tired or stopped as they crossed the bridge and climbed the slopes of the mighty Mount Poppen. And as their laughter got farther and farther away, soon all that could be heard were the notes of the pipe floating back to Hamlin. The spell was broken, the adults released, and they ran into the streets screaming and crying and headed out of the town to follow. They found two children on the mountain path, quivering and shivering. One was disabled and so could not keep up with the others. The other child was deaf and so could not hear the music. But they told the people what they saw. When, lo, as we reached the mountainside, a wondrous portal opened wide, as if a cavern was suddenly hollowed, and the piper advanced and the children followed. And when all were in to the very last, the door in the mountainside shut fast. The piper was never seen again, and neither were the children. The story was passed down from generation to generation as a reminder of people's greed and stupidity. The children paid the price for not paying the piper. Whoa, 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 we can't end a story like that. Why not? It, but That's what happens. But the children, they can't just disappear. They well, didn't do anything wrong. 
Um, well, well, what should we do? Do you want to do you want to change it? Do you want to come up with another ending? I mean, how could they get the children back? Well, I think the mayor should give the piper the three hundred guilders because mm. that's what he owes the piper. He did. He owed him the money. Do you think if he was to give the piper the money, the piper would give the children back? Maybe. Hmm. Well, I think we should have a think about this, and it would be quite nice if our listeners could come up with a happier ending to the Pied Piper of Hamelin. And maybe you can let us know in the Facebook group, or you can email us. But for now, it's the end. did you like that story? Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. What was your favourite bit? Well, I really liked how you described the rats, like, <laughs> pouring out of the cracks as if they're kind of liquid or water or yeah, the sea. Yeah, I loved those, it so much. Those furry little sharp teeth vermin. Yeah. Mm. Do you feel a bit sorry for them? Oh, yeah, it was a bit mean to, well, drown them in the river. I guess so, but then how else would you get rid of the rats, I wonder? So that's it for this episode. Thanks to all of our listeners for their amazing drawings and contributions. And we'll have a listener story coming soon. And if you are enjoying our podcast, we would really appreciate if you'd leave us a review saying how much you love us. Give us five stars, please. And if you can, make a little donation on the website to keep us going. And thank Thank you so much. You have been listening to Dragonfly Tales with Emily and Leah. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll be back with another story soon. But until then, make sure you know you're right from wrong. Or you may hear the Piper's song. Bye! Our podcast is brought to you by Emily, Leo and Andy at Dragonfly Tales. Join our Dragonfly Tales podcast group on Facebook. Find us on Instagram at Dragonfly Tales Pod. And follow us on Twitter at Emily Dragonfly.